Welcome to Season 1, Episode 1, the debut of Soaring Highs and Crushing Lows. I'm your host, Fernasis. Now look, if this podcast sounds horrible and it stinks for the first couple weeks, can you give me a goddamn break, okay? I'm recording this thing in a studio apartment down here in South Florida. I have no help. I'm clueless. Even though I was born in 1990, I know absolutely nothing about computers. So look, just give me a break. If you don't have anything nice to say, then don't say it at all. The name of the podcast is Soaring Highs and Crushing Lows. I mean, that's kind of the way my life has been, with very little soaring highs, actually. In fact, it's been, you know, it's been more crushing lows, if we're going to be honest, but that's how I came up with the name of the podcast, Soaring Highs and Crushing Lows. And we'll touch on the few highs and the many, many lows. But for me, the uh, crushing lows didn't take long. In fact, I think it was about 10 minutes after I came out of the womb that things started really going in a downward trajectory. Someone, and I don't know who's responsible for this, spelled my name wrong when I was born. Someone spelled my name F-R-N- A-C-I-S. Now, I left the hospital that day, was brought home, and went on to live a a normal life, for the most part, for 17 years. It wasn't until I went to Levick Street to get my license at age 17 that a lady said to me, Do you know that your name is spelled wrong on your birth certificate? I said no, because you have to hand your birth certificate in for everything, sports, school, you know, the birth certificate, you had to hand that in for everything. And no one, no one noticed. Okay, that's pretty bad on the administration of both Resurrection and Father Judge, the schools I went to. No one noticed the error. It took a lady at Levick Street DMV to tell me this. So she tells me this at age 17. She tells me at 17 that the last 17 years of my life have basically been a lie. I thought, here I was, I thought I was Francis. Turns out, I wasn't. It was a false identity. So at that point, at 17, I said to myself, well, look, the last 17 years have been basically a disaster. And now we get a fresh start, a new name, Phrenosis. And it's been 16 years since I became Phrenosis. (laughs) And there has been thousands of more low points that came from that. So now the elephant in the room here is that I used to be a part of a little podcast called The Island Podcast. You may have heard of them. Now, I'm obviously not a part of that podcast anymore. A lot of people want to know what happened. Phrenosis, what the fuck happened? And I'll give you a little backstory, okay? We got a deal with uh, Hoop T, these guys from Maryland, and they put our faces on the can. Everything was fine and dandy, okay? Very excited about it. But at a certain point, they're, you know, the two other guys on the podcast, let's call them Adam and Steve, for lack of a better word, Adam and Steve aren't telling me, like, how the financial, how we're going to get paid from doing this. You know, I'm doing all sorts of stunts, for God's sakes. I, sw- I did a promo where I swam in Pennypack Creek, okay? Just to promote this brand. I swam in Pennypack Creek. Do you know the consequences of swimming in Pennypack Creek? Okay. I'm growing a third leg and it's not my wiener. I'm growing a tail. 
okay? The toxins that are in that water, God only knows what's in there, the hoop tea. But I'm, I'm getting like cash from these guys. I'm asking, how does this work? How do we get paid? Don't worry about it. I'm handling it. No one would ever tell me anything. And why is because they looked at me as the village idiot, which to their credit is, is kind of true, okay? I was getting belligerent drunk and doing the bar reviews. However, I would think the reason the Island Podcast has any sort of notoriety is because of these bar reviews and this nonsense that I was doing. Basically, they're, you know, I'm the village idiot, not telling him anything. So then I make the decision to move to Florida, which in hindsight has been the move to Florida for me, okay, has gone about has gone as well as the Bay of Pigs has gone, okay? But here I am, still down here in Florida. It's been like 16 months, okay? So not bad. But anyway, when I move down here, I tell them, hey, look, I'm still going to be involved with the podcast. I'll just do content from afar. No problem. So months goes by. Hoop T's not paying these guys, and, and they're not really posting my content. I was doing some pretty wild stuff. I mean, I was doing driving lift and some crazy things were happening in my lift a, a kid shit in the back seat uh, a woman tried getting in the car moments after giving birth to me this sounds like great content I was going to call it lift rides with Frank but Adam and Steve weren't hearing it they didn't want to do it they said listen we're trying to work on something with Sea Isle now this is where Little Ice Man as I call him the owner of Seattle Ice, Little Iceman. Little Iceman, he decides he's going to buy it, maybe buy out Hoopty, I really don't know. But Hoopty's not involved anymore. So there's a sort of a limbo period there, and I'm wondering, like, what the hell is going on? Am I still involved? Am I not still involved? Then the new can comes out, and suddenly, miraculously, my face has been eliminated from the can. Okay? And Steve, Steve tells me, Oh, dude, don't worry about it. It's just, it's just whatever. What do you mean? You took me off the damn can. To me, uh, that, that was a red flag for me. And I'm trying to tell these guys, yo, what's going on? What's going on? They keep me out. So one that I get belligerent drunk, if you, if you can believe that. And I tell them, listen, motherfuckers, take my goddamn videos down. Take all my fucking videos down. So the next I wait, I mean, I wake up. The usual shame, guilt, etc. Then I go on their Instagram and realize, oh my God, Adam and Steve actually took down all my videos. I mean, I couldn't believe it. Some of them had, you know, there was the bar review with Jessica. That was fantastic. Delete it. So they got rid of all my shit. All right. That's pretty much what happened, and we're just going to close the book on it. I wish Adam and Steve all the best of luck. I really do. I'm not talking shit, but that's my side of the story. There's three sides to every story. There's you know his, hers, and the truth. What the truth is, maybe we'll never know. But now, I, I you know, like I said, I wish these guys the best of luck. It's just that, my God, my God, the content is brutal. And they're funny guys, Adam and Steve, so I really don't know what's going on. But I have my suspicions, okay? I think the Little Iceman, Little Iceman is a corporate pig, okay? He's a multi, 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 multi millionaire. He's probably five foot two. 
How can anybody fucking relate to this guy? Okay, I can't relate to him. He freezes water for a living and he's a millionaire. I don't get it. So this podcast, we're more focused on uh, Joe Sixpack, all right? The little guy, Joe Sixpack. We're not worried about some multi-millionaire jerk-off ice vendor. And by the way, I've never really been a fan of Seattle. They don't like us and we don't like them. We're wildwood scum. You better accept it. So, and any, their content is just really bad. And I think it has something to do with uh, the little ice man, his daughter, Barbie. I think she's like almost controlling this content. My God, it's boring. Anyway, we're going to stop talking about them and move on to my podcast. I'll tell you guys what, though. In Philadelphia, there's a, uh, there seems to be a war going on with uh, spiked iced tea. Every, every day there's a new spiked iced tea. And they're all pretty much the same bullshit. I'm not really interested. If you want a good one, by the way, head down to Fishtown, okay? Interstate Draft House. Used to be Moe's. And head on in there. And they have Fishtown iced tea. Let me read you what is in Fishtown iced tea. Vodka. Rum. Tequila. Triple sec. <laughs> it's basically a Long Island iced tea. I'm sipping one now. They're 9%, by the way. Four or five of these. Listen, this is the perfect drink to start the night off. Start to, ah, see, I had two. I can't even speak. Start the night off with. You have two or three of these. Now you got a buzz. Now you're out the door, okay? And when you go to like a bar and you ask the bartender for a Long Island, he's probably going to look at you like, what the fuck? I don't feel like making this shit. And I'll be honest, I was a bartender for like four years. I don't even know what the hell is in a Long Island. So this just makes everybody's life a lot easier. Fishtown iced tea. They used to, you know, the Arctic Splash. Go down there, get yourself a ceramic glass, and uh, give it a try. I mean, I think it's, I think it's fantastic. Nine percent. Can't go wrong with nine percent. All right. All right. Now let's get into the podcast. Um, basically, we're gonna have some segments on this show, and. One of the segments this week is going to be something that's a little taboo, something that nobody really wants to talk about, and I'm going to pick subjects like this once a week, and the subject of this week is shitting your pants as an adult. Shitting your pants as an adult. Actually, shitting your pants in your 30s. How's that? And I spoke to a few people, and there's a lot of people out there that don't have easy access to a bathroom. I'm talking about the postal workers. I'm talking about the truck drivers. Well, firefighters, they, you know, they, what are they doing all day? Saving a few kittens here and there? They're, they're cooking dinners. They're always on the john. They're always shitting. Cops, however, cops probably have a little bit difficult time with this when they're on the job and they got to shit. And... Shitting your pants as an adult is really embarrassing, and it's shameful, but we're going to talk about it. And I'm going to tell you the worst shitting your pants as an adult story that I, that I have. This is about two years ago, okay? And the morning starts off like any other morning. I'm working for an ice cream company. I have an ice cream delivery route, and it went all the way up to North Jersey. So I stop at the Dunkin' Donuts right there on Woodhaven. I think it's Woodhaven. Whatever. I get the huge large coffee, cream, and sugar. Everything bagel. Cream cheese on the side. I don't trust anyone putting the cream cheese on it. Especially Dunkin' Donuts. So I sit in the parking lot. 
I have the coffee, I have the cream cheese bagel, now let's rock. Now we're driving up the turnpike. So far, so good. To give you a visual, the New York skyline is on my right-hand side now. The skyline is in view, and my tummy starts rumbling a little bit. And uh, you can tell. I mean, I can tell right away. This is bad. This is probably what a woman feels like when she's about to give birth. And, she, you know, the water breaks. The water broke for me. I'm going to shit. I'm like, ah, ah, I'm driving down the highway. Oh, no. I'm about 24 minutes from my destination. And this is a really, this is problematic. I'm changing colors. I'm touching cotton. That means the poop is exited the body and is now touching the cotton fabric of my underpants. I'm going to shit myself, okay? I am panicking. I'm flying down the turnpike. Now, finally, I get off the turnpike. Now, here's the situation. When you got to shit this bad, where do you go? Not a lot of places. Wawa is always a go-to. Wawa, you can always get in Wawa. The problem is Wawa is most of the time when you got to shit and you get in that bathroom, someone's already in there. And then you're rattling the damn door. You can't get in. So Wawa, while it's always there for you, you know, it's, it's a crapshoot. I decide my first delivery of the day is at Welsh Farms, Okay. I get. I pull into the Welsh Farms. I'm sweating. Okay, I'm changing colors. I look. I, I look like a woman about to give birth. I run into the store. I see the bathroom. I run right up. Boom. Push the door. It doesn't open. It's locked. Oh! I almost fall to my knees. I tell the guy behind the counter. He's an Indian fella. I say, "Sir, can I please use your bathroom?" No. No customer use the bathroom. I said, please, 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 please. I'm a delivery driver. I, I have to go. I have to go. I'll pay you. No, no, no. No one uses bathroom. I said, oh, my God. At this point, I give up. At this point, I shit my pants so violently, so excessively. I mean, it was, whew, Pompeii. Was the, that, that's what it was equivalent to, the volcanic eruptions of Pompeii. And it's coming out, and I am just submitting to it. And there's nothing I can do. <sighs> the shit is coming down my leg. Okay? It's it's really bad. Some particles are touching the floor. He, buddy, 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 what are you doing? What are you doing? I said, I told you I didn't shit my pants. So now I'm sitting there. Now, now By the way, it's 7.45 in the morning. Okay, the day hasn't even started yet. Now it's basically over for me. I'm driving. I... Should I just go home? No. So I go to a, a Marshalls. I go to the Marshalls, and I'm. And at this point, by the way, keep in mind I have about thirty, uh, eleven dollars in my checking account. So I go over and I find the underpants, and they're like fifteen dollars. Okay, there's no discount now. I can't afford the underwear. This is a real problem, and I'm wearing white shorts. The shit stains are on the shorts. I am in crisis mode. I found a guy at the Marshalls. I said, hey, buddy, here's the situation. <clears throat> I kind of shit my pants, and I can't afford underwear. Is anyone you have anything for me? This gentleman who, by the way, at some point I have to find him and give him a, an award. He goes in the back and comes back with, like, I don't know, uh, underwear that had been open. And he's like, here, dude, take these. Get, just get the fuck out of here. Fair enough. I go back, and, uh, yeah, that's that. So shitting your pants as an adult happens. It's not something I'm proud of. And I guess during the week, I'm going to, on the Soaring Highs and Crushing Lows podcast, if anyone else has a similar shitting your pants in your 30s story, please 
submit it. You can submit it anonymously. And next week, I'm going to review all the shitting your pants as an adult story. And uh, we'll see if anyone can top the embarrassing story that I just told you. But it's not really embarrassing because (laughs) I bet you everyone that's listening has shit their pants recently. And if you're a woman, you're probably sitting there wondering, this is absolutely repulsive, but women, uh, maybe they shit their pants too. And I think this is something that as a society, I don't know, maybe we should start talking about. Okay, moving on. By the way, if you do have a shit in your pants story, submit it to the the podcast Instagram, Soaring Highs and Crushing Lows. Now, the next segment of the show is uh, Gambling Corner. As you know, I am the world's worst gambler. And I've been trying to control it to only $150 a week. So I get credited $150. I lose it. That's that. Most of the time, that $150 lasts about one day. And my $150 is already lost. It's gone for the week. I lost it all. I, I don't even know. Texas Tech basketball, Auburn basketball, and the Warriors all in one night. <laughs> Sports gambling? I'm just not going to talk about it this week. NFL playoffs this weekend. I hope the Eagles win. But to be honest with you, I don't give a shit. This is the problem with me. If I'm not gambling on something, I'm not interested. It's very sick. I need to go talk to a therapist about it, but I don't even, I don't care about any sporting event. If I'm not gambling on it, if I can't win money, why would I want to see another 32-year-old man, a guy my age, making millions win a game? I don't give a fuck. It's about me. It's about the gambler. Okay, that's a sick problem I have, and we'll get further into that in another episode. All right, try and keep these episodes like 20, 25 minutes, because quite frankly, who gives a fuck what I have to say? And I agree. I mean, and people are going to tell me, dude, nobody gives a fuck what you have to say. Uh, yeah, I know that, dude. That's why I'm not quitting my day job, right? I just got done a 13-hour day, and I'm home here having a few beers, doing a podcast, just trying to have a little fun. If you don't like it, don't listen. I don't care. I'm not making any money off it, freak. The next... Uh, excuse me. By the way, I'm slurring my words because Fishtown Ice State, 9%. And it's delicious. Now it's time for the Unsung Hero of the Week. Every week we're going to pick someone who maybe I don't like. Maybe I think is a piece of shit. Maybe is one of the worst human pieces of garbage on the planet. But part of me has to respect it. And my first nominee ever, first ever unsung hero of the week, is a little girl from Sweden, Greta Thunberg. Maybe you know Greta Thunberg. She's a climate activist, and she's very certain that the world is going to end. You remember her from the video where she said, uh, How dare you? How dare you? You took away my childhood. She's very upset about the climate. By the way, anyone with this climate thing, like, eh, I don't give a... Does anyone give a fuck? I'm poor. I just did my... uh, I just got my W-2. I made like $21,000 last year. You think I give a fuck if the polar caps are melting? I really don't. But Greta Thunberg is the unsung hero of the week because, look, I just said, we're working our asses off. We're working 34. Uh, 40, 50 hours a week. I'm barely getting by. After I pay rent, I have a little bit of money to enjoy myself for like a day. And then it's over. I'm stressed out. I have anxiety. You know, I have a boss. Ugh. Greta? 
Greta has none of this, okay? Greta didn't go to school, dropped out. She travels the world. Travels the world in a jet plane. I was thinking about this the other day. Greta Thunberg is up there on stage yelling at everybody. You and your <laughs> Your carbon footprint. She's upset about the carbon footprint. Bitch, you're traveling all over the goddamn world. How the fuck are you getting there? You're burning a lot more fuel than me. Um, the people that have the lowest carbon footprint are people from Northeast Philadelphia. You know why? These motherfuckers ain't going anywhere. Once a year, once a year, they're going to get in their car, most likely a fuel-efficient economy. They're going to drive their car to the Jersey Shore, which is 250 miles away. So basically, their carbon footprint is 250 miles a year. This little girl, Greta Thunberg, she is fucking all over the world. She's in Switzerland. She's in Germany. She's in Iceland. She's in California. She's everywhere preaching. Bitch, you're the one with the giant carbon footprint. Now, I, I'm getting upset talking about her because she's so... She annoys the shit out of me. But that's not the point. Does she annoy the shit out of me? Goddamn right she does. But I do respect her. She has a lot more money than me. I'm going to read you a segment from an article written about our friend Greta. Here we go. I'll put it in a narrator voice for you. Greta Thunberg sits in silence in the cabin of a boat that will take her across the Atlantic Ocean. Inside, there's a cow skull hanging on the wall, a child's yellow raincoat. Outside, it's tempest. Rain pelts the boat, ice coats the decks, and the sea batters the vessel that will take this shy girl, her father, and a companion from Virginia to Portugal. For a moment, it's as if Thunberg were the eye of the hurricane, a pool of resolve at the end of swirling chaos. Out there, the entire natural world seems to amplify her small voice, screaming along with her, We can't just continue living as if there was no tomorrow, because there is no tomorrow. She says, tugging on the sleeve of her blue sweatshirt that says, This is all we're saying. We cannot just continue living as if there was no tomorrow. Because there is no tomorrow, says Thunberg. You know what, Greta, shut the fuck up. This girl, I'm telling you, she's out there. Did you read what it said? Virginia to Portugal. Does anyone know how many miles that is? I just said that. Joe the Plumber from Northeast Philly. He's going from fucking Mayfair to 15th Street on North Wildwood. And we had to get preached at by this little girl? Greta, you're the problem, not us. It's like these other people, uh, climate people. They're flying across the country in private jets, bitching at us when we're driving our Fords to Target. It's just unbelievable. But she is the unsung hero, though, because I do admire her. She, like, again, she doesn't work at all. She travels the world. She sees exciting places. She gets a lot of, she gets a lot of press. She's famous. She probably fucks whatever dude she wants, too. Rich guys, big guys, tall guys, handsome guys. She's living a life that I would like to live. And uh, Greta, congratulations. You are... The first ever unsung hero of soaring highs and crushing lows. Do we hate you? Yes. Do we respect you? You're goddamn right we do. Because you found a way out. 
You found a way out, girl. You ain't got to work. You ain't got no boss. You're just balling out, making money, traveling the world. So Greta Thunberg, we salute you. All right, guys, and now I'm at the 25-minute mark of this podcast, and I think it went relatively well. Um, again, please, you know, don't comment me and DM me. Tell me I'm a loser. Tell me nobody cares. Because, number one, I know I'm a loser. Did you not hear what I said about the W-2? I made $21,000 last year. You don't think I know I'm a loser? I don't need to hear it from you. All right? I'm just trying to have a little fun here. Have a couple sips. Tell a few jokes. Bet on a few games. But anyone that did listen for the last 26 minutes, I appreciate you. Okay? We're going to make this podcast a lot better as we go. My producer, Sean, shout out. Fafafui, as I call him. Sean, the producer, is working tirelessly. We're going to figure this thing out, right? We're not like the Island Podcast. We don't have a tech guy. You know, I have no clue what the fuck I'm doing. So if you enjoyed it, tune in next week. We'll dive into some more shit next week. And uh, all right, I'll see you then. Go Eagles.